Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. But here's a plug for any entrepreneur. Um, go to your local university. Um, so wherever you're at, usually there is a business law clinic and it is free because it's ran by students like third year students. Yeah. Um, and they will draft up like everything you need, like to form your business yeah. and help you get started. Whoa. And it is free. Big gym right there. <laughs> you don't have to do this alone. There are people that are studying for this exact thing. So you have students that are studying to become business lawyers and draft up these contracts and all this stuff. They will help you get your business started and let you know like what else you need after you know the clinic is finished. But it's completely free. You just have to apply. everybody it's your boy back again with another episode of big boss talk the podcast listen i'm coming at you again no other than a top tier guest um we try to provide nothing but top tier people so that way you can learn experience and really see what um you know different levels of success looks like in just different variety of people right in all shapes colors sizes doesn't matter um but this guest i got right now is a recommendation all right so let me get into it so i got um uh, Elena Green, age 27, career job is Amazonian. Now that's crazy. Amazonian <laughs> experience in technology escalations investigator at Amazon. Whew. College degree, she went to the Citadel, got her BS um, in business administration with a concentration in supply chain. Um, she also went to Tulane University, master's, master's of juris, ooh, jurisprudence in labor and employment law. Man, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Elena, say what's up to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for having me. For sure, for sure. Well, listen, it wouldn't be Big Boss Talk if we didn't get into our famous icebreaker, and it's two truths and a lie. So I hope <laughs> you got something good, because I, I love catching people's lies. So let me hear it. Okay. So I used to make model cars um, for fun. Mm -hmm. I just really enjoyed that. Um, I have three dogs, okay. um, love animals sure. and I cannot cook to save my life. Cut it out. Anyway, cannot, what? Cannot cook to save <laughs> your life? Now listen. Can't do it. Listen, when I, when I sit down with people, I make a note to do my research and all up down your Instagram is food. So <laughs> I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure. You can cook, but maybe the food don't taste good. Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying, like, come on, I don't think you would post it if it was nasty. So, three dogs. I'm not sure about three dogs. You could have added one to the family. I definitely saw two. I feel, I saw, like, the, I think it's a, I don't want to say a pit bull, maybe. And then you got the little short brown dog. I don't know where the third one comes in at. And then, what's the other? 
It was I the make, first one. I used to make model cars. You used to make model cars. All right, cool. So the lie, yeah. I already know what the lie is, right? So What's the, <laughs> the last one is a lie. And, and that, <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because it's food up and down your Instagram. Like, that was one of my questions I don't get into. I was like, are you a, like a... Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was like a really bad lie to put up there. Um, And I actually did it backwards. I did two lies and a truth. So, like, I do have two dogs. So that's my bad. Like, Look, see, <laughs> dyslexic moment like i'm sorry listen i got it either way um but just know for anybody watching i do my research all right i do my research if you're coming on i'm trying to catch that lie so that's what's up so um talk to me about the model cars like i think that's pretty dope like um my um cousin his granddad used to do model cars all the time and like put them together glue it like just the real model cars like it's super super dope you know when did you start doing that so this happened when I was young, like that was me and my brother's thing. Um, he put me on, I think it was after, you remember that movie Stealth with Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Yeah. So like he, <laughs> we went to, we went to like what Michael's and got like a similar like stealth plane. He was like, I was obsessed with that movie mm-hmm. and we started putting it together. And then like, it just kind of grew into like our thing and we would make all types of different model cars. Now, sometimes I make them and I give them to my cousins yeah. and just kind of like pass them down. But yeah. So sometimes I still, I still dabble a little bit. I still got it, yeah. but not as much as I used to. For sure. For sure. Now, listen, I don't know why you lied about cooking though, right? So are you just like a, <laughs> are you like a top tier chef? Like what, give me one of your your favorite things that you like to throw down and cook oh, like what's man. the number one go-to gumbo gumbo, gumbo. yeah call me princess tiana like i <laughs> love some gumbo and down in the bayou. Like, yes <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah like that's my comfort food and honestly like even though that's really ambitious meal to make um Very. that's the first thing i always make whenever i move into a new place because it just it tastes like home, yeah. so Where yeah, you from? yeah. Well, I'm not even from I'm not even from Louisiana. I'm from I I was raised in North Carolina, so Raleigh area. Shout, shout out to Garner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we um I'm from uh, Rocky Hill, South Carolina, so I know where Raleigh's at. Very familiar. Yeah, yeah a couple of minutes from Charlotte, but uh that's what's up. So we got making <laughs> model cars, you know, top tier chef. Um, she lied. She gave me two lies and said she had three dogs when she only got two. What's the name of your dogs? All right, so I got Camilla and Mateo. Um, Camilla's my big girl. Yeah, okay. she's the pity mix. Um, and then Mateo, he's this little. I see if he's around. He he's hiding. He's yeah. doing his own thing. But he's a Havapu, so a Havanese and miniature poodle mix. Okay, that's what's up. Now, do you like all animals, or is it like the love for dogs? I have definitely a love for dogs, but, like, I'm an animal person, so, like, cats, I, I love cats, too. Um, I don't, I've never had a cat, yeah. um, but love them. I volunteer at the Humane Society. Um, okay. Love horses. Um, honestly, the only ones that I'm not really big on is, like, snakes, oh, yeah, but no, 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 no. I'll still hold them. Like, I'll hold it. I just... It's not like gonna be something I'm like, oh, like, let me go get a snake one. today. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be me, but yeah. Nah, I can't do it. So I, I love dogs. Um, I'm not a cat person at all. I just think they, I just think they, like, they up to something, man. Like, I can't they really, plotting for yeah, sure. They plotting. Like, dogs, they, they predictable. Like, 
just like just like me, predictable. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. But that's what's up. So um, what I want to do is I want to um, kind of just jump straight into the conversation, right? So I always, okay. you know, this podcast is definitely educational, like it's for the kids, um, really just to give exposure, all right? So a lot of times people don't know what they don't know. So like if I, you know, bring so many different people on the podcast with so many different careers, it's like you can never say I didn't know that was out there, you know what I mean? So yeah, what did you want to be, you know, growing up, you know, at a young age? <laughs> like, what did, what did, like what did your passions kind of uh, start at? <laughs> so... I'm not even going to lie. The question of what I wanted to do growing up, that changed just as much as people change their wardrobes at like award shows. So (laughs) like when I was young, young, like I wanted to be a professional athlete. Like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play. um, I wanted to be in the WNBA, but like I'm five foot nothing. And um, listen, yeah, Uh, (laughs) it wasn't wasn't happening. Destiny Henderson can go to the NBA, WNBA. You could do it. You got Shannon Bobbitt too. Like yeah. you know, there's 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 some shorties in there. So, you know, I didn't do that. I did play soccer in college, Division One soccer. So okay. like, I, I made it that far and was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna break my body for anybody else. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're straight. Um, then I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to go to space. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the next exploration, <laughs> but um, so like that, that kind of went, you know, with time. Like nothing really happened where I was just like, oh, I don't want to go to space anymore. Yeah. I just kind of was like, okay, like what else is out there? Then I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to be a physical therapist. Like it switched, and That's honestly, crazy. it's still switching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like I so I think it's just that's how life is like that's you real. grow you learn different things you want to try different things and like i'm all about a career change like if you want to do something life is too short to be stuck in something that you don't feel like is serving you yeah. um in the way you need it to so like go for that job go for that impossible job you didn't think you could do yeah. create the impossible job like there's always a niche there's always a market for for everything so like figure it out and, and go for it. No lie. Like, that's the real. Like, that's a real answer, though. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times I, I sit down with a lot of people and they, some people, they just know, you know, from the jump. Like, I knew I wanted to, you know, work with cars or I knew I wanted to be a doctor, lawyer, whatever the case may be. But then there's some people where we, you know, we we change, you know, things. You know, I think as you get older, you start to understand yourself. You start to understand what you like, you know, because I always say, like, it's hard to tell 17 18 year old to pick what they're going to do for the rest of their you know rest of their life and right. you know, they got to do this for 40 you know maybe 45 years you know that's starting to shrink now just because there's a lot of entrepreneurship going on and just different ways to make money so but you know i, I appreciate that answer now going through all your changes and just changing your you know your mind on what you wanted to do how did you become so free to be able to say you know i'm, I'm going to always be about a career change you know what i'm saying or you know, also, you know, how was your parents, you know, or that, that situation? Like, did they support you in all your different changes? Um, so <laughs> I grew up in a very strict household. Oh my <laughs> so like, it took them a while, but one thing I've learned about, like, just navigating, having a relationship, a healthy relationship with your parents is like, you know, they, they're doing the best they can do as well. And they, they know what they know. Right. So like 
they, the, that generation wasn't really it what they weren't as freely allowed or encouraged to like just try different things like they were sure. told like you gotta get married you gotta work 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 you know mm-hmm. provide you know get out of whatever situation my parents they grew up in the country and in the hood like my dad's yeah. from the Bronx so like okay. you know they they were focused on getting out and providing a better life so that I can make those decisions right. to like do whatever I want now they're not gonna support me financially. Like they're gonna they're gonna watch me from a distance and be like, sure. you got it. But like they were like, if you you really wanna do this, you need to figure it out yourself. And right. and I appreciate that with from my parents. Like they they did not hand hold my hand through any of it. They were like, This is what you wanna do? All right, do it. Like yeah. it's, it's all you. <laughs> you gotta figure it out. So yeah, like, you know, they'll they'll grow with you. It may take a little time, it may take a little you know thinking but like yeah yeah but they they'll grow with you and they'll they'll support you at the end of the day like they don't want to see you fail so yeah for sure I, I like that I mean a lot of times you know um you know people do change quite often right but they get so caught they get nervous right you know depending on who you know the relationship with their parents you know or maybe they just scared to mm-hmm. make different jumps and things of that nature but I've always like I'm kind of like you as far as like to an extent right like I will easily change. I get bored, so I'll change a job as long as it's something that I can, you know, kind of enjoy. Like, I, I probably won't go off the wall and be like, oh, I want to be an astronaut tomorrow and then go back and hop <laughs> back into school and try to get up in space. Like, I ain't going to go that far, but, you know, if we talking like just some, I, I don't know, like, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm trying to figure it out or if it's something I can gain from the experience, like, I'll do it and then try to accumulate that into my own thing or like, my own side projects that I got going on. So that's that's dope that you said that. And I think hope, you know, a lot of kids if they're if they're watching or people, like it frees you from thinking that you have to stick with one thing or like people gonna judge you. Like did you ever get any type of judgment? Did you feel like anybody was looking at you kind of like funny or was because you wanted to switch around a lot? Oh, absolutely. Um, And like, even with my career at Amazon, like I jump jobs like a lot because what I'm not going to do is just sit in a job that I feel like is just taking everything from me. And I like work, sleep and 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 work and sleep like and just keep on repeating that. So. So, yeah, like especially when I go on interviews, if I'm interviewing for a new job, they'll bring it up. They'll be like, "Okay, like you've been are you going to be on this team long? And Mm -hmm. My, I really just, you know, put the answer back on them. Like, do you want to help me with my development? Okay. Like that, you know, right. I'm going to go where I can continue to grow, where I can continue to develop and get skills. Um, and once I feel like I no longer can get that from the team I'm on, like, you better believe I'm going to look for yeah. the next thing. Like, you got to have that confidence. I, I just um, did, like, a podcast with somebody, and we were talking about that exact same thing as far as, like, interviewing, right? Uh, I feel like there's no better position to be in when you have a job and then you're interviewing with other companies because you kind of know what you're looking for at this point. Like, it's not like I'm hungry, I'm starving, I need this job, so I'm going to agree to anything. It's like, no, nah, I'm going right. to be very picky and specific on, like, if it's something that I would enjoy, is my time worth it? Is the money, you know, worth it? Things of that nature. And so when you talk about, hey, we see you jumping around, but it's like, okay, well, yeah, I jumped around, but 
they wasn't providing what I needed. So that's why I left. Would right. you, you know what I mean? Like, would you stay in a, a, an environment where they're not building you up or providing the resources? So it's like, that's a good way to think of, you know, good rebuttal when given that situation, um, mm -hmm. which is super cool. Uh, but talk to me. So we went through high school, right? Uh, obviously, things changed. Our mind changed. We wanted to go to the <laughs> WNBA. Um, we play soccer, Division One soccer, like super, like that's super tough. And, and kudos to you. Um, but you went to the Citadel. Oh yeah. Out of all the schools in the world. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's like, get into it. <laughs> why? Like why the Citadel? All right. So this story, it's not rebellious. This was me thinking I was rebelling, and oh, it just yeah. backfired in a whole different way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my, like I said, my parents were strict. My dad was army. Um, my brother, um, shout out to my brother. He is older. Um, and he went to the Naval Academy. Like when I tell you textbook genius, oh this God. man got it like brains, just crazy. It's yeah. wild. So then I, there I was, I was, you know, the athlete. Um, <laughs> and I think I got to the point maybe like sophomore, junior year, and so many people were pressing me to go to the Naval Academy. They're like, go to the Naval Academy. Like, it's a free education. Like, mm -hmm. you just have to serve for X amount of years afterwards. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, bruh, nah. Like, <laughs> no. Right. Like, th this is not, that's not what I'm doing. So, and then I also kind of got to a place where I was questioning if I even love soccer to the point where I needed to continue to the next level. Mm. Um, I was very burnt out. I was tired um, for many reasons, emotionally, like being a black woman in that sport. Um, it's, it's tough. tough, you know, you get, you're, you're under a microscope. So like, it, it's tough and I got tired of it. So I was just like, no, like I'm not going, not going to the Naval Academy. So like I didn't do my applications and stuff early. And that process starts so early. Mm. Like you have to be on top of it. And then I was like, no, like I don't even want to play soccer. So like, I was just screwing around at practice and just like, not really, <laughs> just not really setting myself up. Like after like a lifetime of like playing the sport, like girl, suck it up for like one more year and yeah. get this <laughs> and go. Like, what are you doing? You was, so, was about to burn it to the ground. Right. I was ready to risk it all for no reason. Like, <laughs> so that was like my rebellious stage. And like junior year came, and that's like the big signing year, I think, for just about every sport. Yeah. And, you know, there were schools that were looking at me. However, they weren't really giving me the money that I was like, nah, I should be getting. Um, mm -hmm. But I also was slacking off. So, like, there it is. Right. Um, <laughs> so the Citadel came to watch me play and um, wanted me to come on an official visit. Um, I really wanted to go to Winthrop. Um, okay. That was who I wanted to play for. So I know Raquel very well. I've been campus like a lot. Yeah. So yeah, you know, went to the Citadel. Um, the official visits are not official visits. If anybody's looking at the Citadel on here, Ask questions. Oh. <laughs> Ask to go in the barracks. Like, <laughs> do not make the decision from whatever official visit you go on, especially as an athlete, because they, man, they try and hype it up like it's something it's not. So, oh, like, oh. I get to the school and, like, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, the, the buildings look like castles. This is so great. Like, this is fun. <laughs> and I, like, saw everybody in the uniforms and, 
um i was just like oh man like i don't have to pick out what i'm gonna wear every day like oh no perfect like this is this is great i can just roll out of bed and just put on a uniform <laughs> fine so child i got there they cut off all my hair i was they looking cut like off a dirty q-tip i had I, I don't even have pictures anymore um so like did you, it was all gone. It was all gone. Like bald? We, we talking like... <laughs> Not bald, like pixie cut. Like shorter, like yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, shorter yeah. than like a cute pixie cut. So like wasn't even enough to like style it, like do a neo long situation. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just dirty Q-tip. Like that's the but only did, thing I did, could describe what did, say, what did you say when they brought the clippers out? Like you, ain't be, you, you didn't like be like, all right, I can't do this. Like I got to go. Well, my parents, before they dropped me off, they were like, all right, <laughs> bye. Like, so, like, where was I going? So I was just like, all right, well, this Here is my is. life. Like, we're going to do it. So, yeah, I cut off on my hair, um, you know, did the whole little Navier situation, played soccer. I roughed it out for four years, and my hair did grow back, so I guess that's good. Yeah. So, so <laughs> if you had to do it again, you – Obviously, by the conversation, I don't think you would go back. But, like, what did you, you know, kind of like, what did you pick up? Like, what was some of the good out of the city? Because even myself, like, I, I've seen visit. Well, we played a basketball tournament at the city. And just the uniforms itself was like, nah, I'm, not, I'm good. Anything with military, yeah. I was like, nah, I'm out. And so I was just like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be, like, on no structure. Even though when I, when I hear the Citadel, where people graduate from the Citadel, that Citadel stamp on that degree, like, if you, obviously, you go to somewhere and you say, I'm from the Citadel, like, it, it gives you a little boost. I, I don't know if you've seen that, you know, at all, but I, I have heard people say, like, people, you know, take that to heed, like, they went to the Citadel military, they're punctual, they, you know, they, they know their stuff, on, you know what I'm saying? So, what's some of the good that you can take out of the Citadel? <laughs> so, I think... For that statement, like, when I feel like, you know, the, the stamp of approval, the, the Citadel stamp, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think that personally, and, you know, I'll probably get torn apart for this, but I feel like it breeds entitlement, um, mm -hmm. honestly. Um, and it's not the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I think people have to take into consideration when the first um, female went through what that was like right mm. um and it was bad they ran her out you know when the first female actually graduated when the first black female actually graduated um so it doesn't serve the same purpose as i think it does for other demographics okay um i think with other demographics sure they can show you know their ring and like cool but as far as like you know someone that looks like me and is a woman yeah. um we still have to be 10 times better to get even an ounce of respect there. So that's my relationship with that it's school. But like, um, I think it did it. I used to be very sensitive. Like I was, and I, I still am to a degree, but like it taught me how to be persistent mm -hmm. um, and not let even some of the worst things like get you down, like keep on pushing. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it did help me um, become who I am today. And I'll, I'll never, you know, put the Citadel down for that. Um, yeah. I just don't think it's the same experience for everybody that they advertise. I, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. And um, I appreciate the honesty because I'm not, <laughs> I mean, not on here trying to bash the Citadel, but to each his own, like you got to be a, a certain type of person to be able to go to the school or, you know, you could be one of those people to tough it out and just be, you know, a little bit miserable for four years. Yeah. But, you know, that it, it's up to you. But 
Um, I appreciate the honesty about the Citadel. Um, I can attest to just how it looks for the, you know different demographics, right? I, I mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure. I you know Josh Massey, who I you know who I <laughs> grew up with. Um, you have uh, mm, attorney. I don't know if you know attorney Gallman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. attorney Gallman, uh, Dresco or Dre Schultz. Wait. Like Schultz, yeah, 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 he was in my um, class, so, yeah. So Dre Schultz is actually, I went to school with a girl by the name of Sierra Gilmore, so his wife now. His wife, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, like we went to high school to graduate and graduated at the same time, and so I had her on the podcast, And but I know Dre just by playing football uh, against him <laughs> in college and stuff like that, but you know, guys like that, you know what I mean, like. I'm pretty sure they have different stories about what the Citadel, that stamp of approval looks like versus somebody like yourself, like in your shoes, like being a black woman, you know what I'm saying? Like how you carry yourself. You said you had to be, you know, 10 times as, you know, as good just to get this ounce of respect. So you fight so many different battles that a lot of these guys don't and probably won't, you know, will never understand. So shout out to you. Um, what <laughs> What's like, what's the last advice you would give someone like yourself? Like if it's, there's a young lady out there that's really thinking about the Citadel that it could be beneficial for them, what advice would you give them going into a school like that, a program? How do they survive? Yeah. Um, first of all, read the rule books, play the game. It's a game. Play it. Um, and know who you are. Don't allow them this idea of breaking you down to build you up mm-hmm. into somebody else. Don't let them do that. Um, you may be doing a lot of push-ups. but (laughs) but keep your sense of identity because like you work so hard to become the person you are and as you can take things to learn um to continue to grow from this school you really can but do not let them break you down to the point you no longer have a sense of identity yeah that makes sense man dang that's crazy Okay, cool. So we got got out of the Citadel. Just wanted to know why you went um, <laughs> to the Citadel. And then you end up, you say, all right, I got my four-year degree. And then you say, I'm going to hop right back into school. Yeah. What was that? I mean, what was that decision like, just going back to school? And then it's like... Like that, I guess that <laughs> master's. Like, what did you? What was the goal? Like, what's your plan uh, with, with getting that master's degree? You know, I didn't have a plan. Um, (laughs) I was winging it. Um, I just knew. So pretty much I was in my first role at Amazon. Like when I tell you I graduated from the Citadel and like two weeks later, I was I'd already moved to Baltimore and was starting my first position at Amazon. (laughs) Like that's how quickly everything happened. So um, I quickly realized in that role. It was not for me. (laughs) Didn't like it. (laughs) What was the role? What was the role? Yeah, so I was an area manager um, at a site BWI2 out of Baltimore, um, okay. Maryland. And I love Baltimore because, like, you got seafood. Like, the seafood up there, crazy. that, no, that was, it, it went crazy. That's so real deal. I, I loved it. Yeah, like, you know, and I like to eat, so, like, you know, I, I, was, I was at home. Yep. But I think it was just, you know, part of that burnout that I was talking about, like, especially going to a school like the Citadel, you don't get to recover. So like, you just keep on grinding it out. And when I got to this role, it was so intense from like the hours that you work to, um, you know, just, I thought it personally was a glorified babysitter, um, area manager in a warehouse. Like you just manage your people and 
it's so many people you can't even get like a true relationship with them to truly manage the way that you should be managing right so like i from that i was just like yeah this is not me um so i started you know networking um started talking to different departments at the site it was like all right like what do i want to do got close with the hr team was like hmm this could be interesting. Yeah. I knew I always had a, a, a love for law. So like, I thought that I was going to eventually go to law school. Mm. Um, and then there was this degree and it was a new program, um, Master of Jurisprudence at Tulane. Um, I could take the classes online, come down during the summer. Like who doesn't want to go to New Orleans during the summer? Like, right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I don't have to take the bar exam at the end. Like I don't have to be stuck in one state for however long this is a deal so yeah so like I was like it's a law and business combination cool this is exactly what I'm looking for because when I was interviewing for roles to get into HR they were like well you don't have experience yeah because I just graduated like two weeks ago and then they were like oh well you don't have the education I was like I mean arguably like business degree I could probably pull it off but if that's what you want bet like cool we can make something happen Um, so so yeah I um I ended up getting into a different position that was more within like the degree I got um in supply chain so I was working nights on that job decided to go to school during the days do my classes and stuff tucked that out for two years graduated and got into the HR field um, and kind of bounced around there until I figured out what I wanted to do, um, got experience from each role. And, you know, I actually wrote down what, what role I would like to do. And I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, And God works crazy. Like maybe a month later, like, you know, someone, a recruiter reached out to me and was like, Hey, like, (laughs) you think you would be great for this. We're going to sign you up for an interview. I was like, oh, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Cool. Like, it was exactly what I wrote down. So, interviewed, and I've been in this role ever since. So, it's been almost two years. Man, that I mean, that's an amazing journey. And, I, and I'm pretty sure along that journey, you've had to fight some battles, you know, within. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, I'm not feeling fulfilled. Am I on the right track? You know, we said earlier, like, I still, you know, don't know if I'm on the right track. You know what I mean? Like, you never really... You never really know, but the, the steps that you had to get to get there, and then to be able to get into a uh, a role where you like, now this is this is kind of what I want to do. When I was writing my you know things down that I like, you know, this is was what came to me. Um, in the role that you that you're in now, what does that consist of? And yeah. give us the name again, because I can't say it. Like, yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So um, it's AET Amazonian Experience and Technology Team, um, and that's like kind of. The umbrella I'm under because HR is really broad at Amazon. Like this <laughs> is crazy, it's <laughs> wild. Um, so, so this team is an escalations team, and I deal with any type of um, escalation that comes through our ethics line, um, or if people are emailing Jeff Bezos since he gave his email out to the world in a Time Magazine interview. <laughs> Um, those emails kind of get sent to our team and if they're anything like employee related, um, type of issues, so like leave, um, accommodations, Mm -hmm. pay, those come to my team and we investigate it and try and make the situation right for the employee. So, yeah. So HR, so so I mean, very much heavy HR, um, you know, on a day to day, I guess, you know, what do you, you like about the job? And then what are some of the things that you don't like about the job? Because, I, you know, maybe somebody wants to be an Amazonian. You know what I'm saying? That name yeah. is just super cool. Like, Amazonian. 
So they want to yeah. be on Amazon, but but I want to give them the good and the bad, right? Because in each job, mm-hmm. there's going to be good and bad. But it's like what it, it's almost like a relationship. I'm willing to put up with this bad because this right. is good, good. You know what I mean? So like, what's some absolutely of the, the good and the bad with the role? <laughs> For sure. So I think um, with Amazon, any role, um, first, get your foot in the door. Uh, (laughs) Get your foot in the door. It may be a crappy role. Like my first one, I thoroughly did not enjoy. Um, But it is a lot easier to move around in the company than it is to like quit and then try and like get back into whichever role you want to do. So like just, you know, thug it out for a little bit and, and, you know, move, like excel at what you do, show them that you can do it even if you don't like it and then, you know, move. So get your foot in the door is the first thing. Um, For Amazon in general, you're going to work hard. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I'm not going to BS you. Like there have been years that I didn't get to go home for Christmas, that I didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving because that is our busy time um and i mean i'm not gonna throw everybody under the bus but y'all be causing it when y'all ordering all these packages around thanksgiving and christmas but i get it today today delivery i get it i get it you know you know i maybe maybe had you you know bottled up because last year was an amazon type christmas so you know (laughs) no i get it like and i do it too so like it's perfectly fine but yeah like just understand holidays depending on your role you may be in peak and they may implement a blackout period where Mm -hmm. you're just not allowed to take those vacations or i currently work from home so like i know that if i'm gonna be somewhere i just tell my family like hey like communication is key right like you know, I may have to work a little bit, but I'm here. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> so, so I think just take that with a grain of salt. However, like, you know, your stock options that you get, like, yep. you know, the pay that you get, mm-hmm. it, you get compensated, gotcha. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so just, you know, get your foot in the door, thug it out for a little bit and find the role that you want. Don't let anybody tell you that you're jumping around too much because that's, a non-factor especially if you do your job good as i know everybody listening to this will yeah. um figure out what you like because like i said life's too short to be doing something you don't like and not getting paid for it oh no absolutely not okay cool so we went amazonian I, I like it i tried to apply to amazon they linkedin doesn't work for me i'm sorry like applying yeah. on LinkedIn, it, it <laughs> but it, it's okay though i I, um, I understand like the uh the blackout periods and stuff like that because i used to work in retail but now um mm-hmm. we're you know we're out in houston account manager so we work for verizon but uh you know it, I, I i mean I, I guess i'm trying to you know just let people understand like you know anything in life you know you're gonna have to kind of fight for it you know what i'm saying nothing's gonna come right. easy like i don't want anybody to think like you know, listen to this podcast will make it any easier to to get what you want. You definitely gonna have to put in the Thanks. work, um, but yeah. you know, you just gave us a few. You know, gave us some few keys. If you go to the Citadel, right? How to survive? You know, make make it less. You know, I don't know, just bearable, right? Mm-hmm. Making it a bit more bearable. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like also you know working your way in Amazon, right? You may start here, but it's easier, like you said, to move within the company versus being outside the club and trying to get in, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's uh in for the words of Chris Brown, but um that that's that's dope. Um and I appreciate it. So, do you love what you do? Like what 
Yeah, yeah, no, I actually do. I really, I thoroughly enjoy what I do. Um, I mean, I also get to work out of the comfort of my home. So like, that's that's a plus, like, you know, I don't really have to worry about, you know, if I want to like go and travel somewhere, like I can do that. My team's global. I love that about my team. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're all just really, I don't think you come across this this often. So like, I really have to touch on this, but like when you come across a a team of people that are just genuinely good people and want to see everybody like win, it's different. It It just hits totally different. Like, and it's a great place to be. So yeah. yeah. It's definitely different, man. You can get like, like I get spoiled with that type of environment because not all environments are like that you know what i mean like yeah you can definitely get spoiled so that's cool um what i want to do now is i appreciate you you know kind of giving us the breakdown of what you do what's out there what you can become um yeah obviously you're doing your thing um and you know somebody's watching because you know you were recommended you know what i mean so i want to go into your side business as far as like making you know, the puppy treats, right? So tell us the name of the business. How'd you get into it? Like, (laughs) So Positively Delicious kind of came, I don't really even know. Um, I I love dogs. Like I said, I love animals um, and I love cooking. And so, especially during the pandemic, I I just started making these dog treats for my own dogs. Like, especially when things were originally just kind of shut down. I was like, well, they need treats. Like, they need food. (laughs) (laughs) They gotta gotta get something and they're not getting my food. Like, (laughs) so so I started, you know, playing around with some recipes, doing some research on um, dog-friendly ingredients and started making my own treats. And then my friends started asking me for them for their dogs. And then they were like, hey, my friend just reached out. She she fed her dog some of my treats and loved them. Like, can you send some to her? And like, I was like, okay, let me not get sued real quick. Um, (laughs) So so that's when like I started the LLC and like, you know, made sure that I got the agriculture of the Department of Agriculture like sign off and all of the certifications and things that I needed to actually legitimately do this. And that's what I did. And honestly, it wasn't all like great. Like it wasn't where it is now, like for the first year. Because I started during the pandemic, I had zero sales, but I believed in what I was doing to the point where I was just like, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, you know, feeding into. I know this is where I'm supposed to be like watering and this is my, my baby. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get there. And I just continued to like organize and continue to be creative and what I wanted to do and build my brand, use that time to build my brand up. And when I moved to Savannah, it's all about location. Like oh, I was in Atlanta, right? which isn't, yeah. Savannah? Like, these people go crazy, crazy. for their dogs crazy. and I love it. <laughs> so, Man, like, if, you, if you need to come to Austin, uh, if you come to Austin, Texas, they yeah. love their dogs. I'm trying to tell you. People go wild. So, yeah, like in organic dog treats that look like human foods, like That's a it, it, it took off. So, like, I still don't even have a storefront because I don't need it. I just do pop-up events yeah. and, and go to pop-up food. events on Saturdays, uh, sometimes during the week, farmer's markets, yeah. and people find me and, you know, they want their treats. Yeah. like. So, yeah, it's just turned into something really cool and a way that I can spread love and positivity, positivity, like during times that, 
you know, are a little rocky, a little like rocky. socially, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a weird time. Um, so like with every tree that you get, um, you get a positive note or like some really corny oh. pup pun. I am a nerd at heart. Like okay. I say some of the corniest stuff. Um, so like I, I just put that on there and people get a kick out of it. But like really my mission here is just if one person can have their day become better yeah. after an interaction with me at one of these events, like that's, that's all really I want to do. Um, just spread that positivity and love because I feel like that's really what's needed right now in the world. So, Man, that's yeah, great. that's yeah. a win. I mean, I, I love the <laughs> idea. Like people go crazy about their dogs. And then when you got like, or you, like you said, organic, um, I guess treats, um, that's another plus because, you know, having pets like there's allergies there's things you don't know like they're they're just like humans you know like we can't eat everything sometimes you can't give them high protein foods you know it got to be more of a vegetable base like it gets crazy and expensive when it comes down to pets but i think what you're doing is amazing um you talked about the licenses and just getting the certifications like i had no idea that you had to do all that just to sell dog food like what me either how did you find how did you know that you had to get certifications and stuff like that like where did the knowledge come from yeah so like i had very basic knowledge of like you know how to do a business plan from undergrad um but the the licenses and stuff i really had no idea about until i started like really researching the market Mm -hmm. and what you need and so many things started popping up i got overwhelmed but here's a plug for any entrepreneur um go to your local university um so wherever you're at usually there is a business law clinic and it is free because it's ran by students like third-year students um and they will draft up like everything you need like to form your business yeah. and help you get started Whoa. and it is free big gym right here <laughs> you don't have to do this alone there are people that are studying for this exact thing so you have students that are studying to become business lawyers and draft up these contracts and all this stuff they will help you get your business started and let you know like what else you need after you know the clinic is finished but it's completely free you just have to apply that's crazy. I might have to do that myself. Just to check <laughs> yeah. them out. But um, that's hard. Like, okay, cool. So, I mean, pour, giving us resources to pour into. Like, I mean, think about Like, I didn't know that. Like, I don't think a lot of people know that. It, like, just to be able yeah. to have that, like, free resource to go in there and get something drawn up or get help, you know, starting your business. So, like, that's that's crazy. That's super dope. All right. <laughs> now, appreciate you talking about that. Now, where do you see... Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Because obviously you got the baby on the side and then you, you're an Amazonian. Do you see yourself being an Amazonian forever? Or do you feel like, you know, if if your, you know, dog treats blow up big enough, would you stop and just do that full time? Like, what's the... So I'm definitely a person that believes in multiple streams of income. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to ride this out at Amazon until like I truly cannot um but I'm never gonna stop developing um different ideas that I have and and there's a lot there's things coming up that I think will be really big so Mm -hmm. y'all just stay on the lookout um for for some other things that are totally like outside of like animal or (laughs) amazon like totally different can we get the scoop you know one you know you know I'll, I'll give you a little teaser um it's gonna be something very women empowering okay. um and 
having to do with traveling. Okay. Um, okay. So, so yeah, <laughs> that'll be the inside scoop for now, but it's going to be a really cool project. And, um, I think I'll continue to develop these types of things as yeah. I continue to get older. I do think in five years, I want to be in a place where I can have people working at Positively Delicious mm -hmm. and me just kind of managing the admin stuff. Yeah. Um, I would love to live abroad for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really big into self-care and mental health. I think that just being mentally healthy you can fire on all cylinders and then like if your mental is just lacking it's it's a wrap yeah. like you have to have a harmony um yeah. of physicality like physical health mental health you know mm -hmm. emotional health and that's kind of been a new journey for me so i do plan on being in a phd program in england um to do some <laughs> research projects that hopefully can help um, people of color and um, people in general, um, right. my research topic, I really want it to be um, around something that you're doing something so long. So like, for example, for me, it was soccer, it was basketball, um, doing sports for so long. I didn't know who I was outside of that. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's also people like, you know, when they are working for 40 years at a same job and then yeah. they retired. They have no idea what to do with themselves because their identity was that job. Wow. You spend 40 hours a week at that job. Yeah. So I really want to research that um, and maybe create something that helps people better navigate life after what they thought was everything, if that makes sense. Man, so that makes that's where sense. I hope to be in five years, hopefully across the pond. I don't know. Let's go. Man, you balling out <laughs> here, man. That's, that's cold. So, I mean, that's it's similar. I, I used to work with a lady when I was in retail. She wanted to do something similar to people that came from uh, out the military. So helping mm -hmm. them find their identity and get them kind of set up and going, you know, because that's a traumatic experience depending on you know what you did with yeah. the army so just like helping them uh rehabilitate you know when they come back so that's super dope i, I do want to ask before we go because believe it or not we've you know we had an hour it's been a great conversation wild <laughs> but um i do want to ask like what's uh what's some things that you do to keep yourself mentally um intact right you talk about mental health um how do you keep yourself sharp up here what are some things that you do what are some things that you recommend because this right here, you know, is super important, you know. Right. Um, so definitely my first thing is I feel like everybody needs a therapist, whether you've been through traumatic things or not. Um, mm -hmm. Therapy is not a bad thing. It's not for only like crazy people. Okay. Um, it's a way that you can go through life and bounce ideas and thoughts that you have with someone else who's actually prepared to give you advice on it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that, that's good. Um, it's a resource for you. So definitely like, obviously huge big on therapy, um, but really listening to your body. You know your body more than anybody, any therapist, any doctor, anybody knows. Advocate mm -hmm. for you and your body and listen to it. If you're tired, take rest. I don't know who started hustle, hustle culture, but it's ghetto. Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why are we working until we are dead like I don't I don't understand it so like yeah. listen to your body if you need to slow down slow down like if you feel like you can keep on grinding out go for it but just listen to your body make sure you map out time for you we have crazy packed days these days um so like even if it's 30 minutes and you're just sitting in a room listening to some relaxing music 
unwind, um, take that time, get sleep. I don't know when sleep became a thing that we no longer need, but like you need to sleep. <laughs> so like get, get rest, just yeah. make sure that you're showing your body as much love as you're showing to your job or whatever project you're working on that you need just as much pouring into you as you're doing to other things and people. Man, well, great. We, that sounds like a great way to end it. Uh, I love it. I'm going to start getting me some more rest. Um, and definitely <laughs> just going to listen to my body because I, I suck at that sometimes. Just not listening. I'm, I think I might be part of the hustle culture, but I need to, yeah. take, a, I need to take a step back from it um, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and learn from it. But I want to say thank you. I mean, I had a great time. I hope you had a great time. <laughs> I learned a lot. Thank you. No, I did. I, I'm just happy to be here, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Like, I, 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 like I said, I just want to say thank you um, again because you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to take time out of your day to talk to me, a complete stranger. Um, but you, you <laughs> did, and I appreciate it. Um, before we go, the way we keep the podcast moving um, is I just need two recommendations or, you know, one recommendation of somebody that you think is super dope that fits the mold of the podcast. That way we can keep um evolving and keep developing the podcast and just create a bigger yeah. bigger network for people to be able to you know tap into so um what are those recommendations and then after that we'll be out of here for sure so um definitely two people that are absolutely amazing um angel she is also a citadel grad okay. um she started this brand called iconi mm -hmm. um workout clothes um and she was on Oprah's, uh, you know, favorite things list a couple of years ago. So like, she's doing really big things. I've I think seen that brand. she's amazing. Yeah, 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 Iconi. Yeah, and all about positivity and inclusion. So great person to talk to. Also, Asia Woods. Um, mm -hmm. She's my friend I just met here in Savannah, mm -hmm. um, and she's actually creating her own app to help people, you know, bring comfort to their own homes. Um, but just like a lovely soul. Um, so wise like yeah. you may I, I talked to her and I'm just like man like your wisdom is just wild like yeah. we're the same age like I, I just need to learn from you so yeah. like she'll have the the wise nuggets um <laughs> in there but yeah to to for sure great people and I'll definitely shoot you their contact info yeah shoot me the contact info and if you can message them and let them know like hey I just did a podcast with this guy Armand super dope uh, he's gonna hit you up that way it's like more of a warm handoff because you know yeah sometimes <laughs> a random person yeah, popping in your dms you know, like you know, you know the dms get left on red I'll be like, Damn, cold. So, but uh if you could just let them know um that'll be great but thank you and you have a wonderful yeah. wonderful night and if you ever need anything as far as like when you got your new you know your little side projects going on absolutely uh, just hit me up we can you know obviously we can get on the um on the podcast and we can kind of do just an announcement to, I guess, to my audience to, to bring more attraction to you. Um, and, yeah. You know, in whatever way we can help, because I don't want to, want you to feel like this is like a transaction. This is more of a, a yeah. You know, in a, a relationship where we can kind of continue to help and build one another. Yeah. No, I love that. I'll definitely be in touch. Sounds good. Well, you have a good one. Okay. Alright. Hey, you too. All Bye. Right. See ya.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.